Hello everyone, I am Marcibel and this is the Marcibel Podcast. Hey, hey. <laughs> Finally, how are you doing? Good. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes. Say again. Happy, happy 20 years. I know. Some days, like, you're right with it. I told you, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Did I die? I do well. I say, oh, I could do well. I love it. I don't worry. I love it. I say, cook well. I know it's been a while. I was just thinking, like, I don't know, like, it's been a long time to think that we're in the same cesspool of a country. And I know, I know, yeah, that's the vision of being in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the downside. I know, I know, but glad to reconnect, anyways. And I cannot wait to have some laughs and talk mm-hmm. about this topic with you today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, what's up, people? Welcome back to the show. This is the More Civil Podcast, a podcast about culture and cultural nomads designed for Blacks and Asians and those who love them. I'm your host, Morcibo Nigerian, born US educated Korean speaking, struggling into Today we're talking about um period, you know. Well, contrary to what most people know um, the vagina has more uses than just sex. Sometimes things come out of it, or sometimes things go into it. Today we'll be talking about the former things that come out of the vagina. So this is going to be as raw about period and, you know, just the phases women go through and the formative years that um, lead up until your point of menarche, which is the scientific name for the first time you have your period. Um, and to do justice to this topic today, I have... Uh, a prodigal sister. <laughs> I kind of laughed about that earlier on. Uh, so I've known her for, I think, more than, I want to say, how many years now? <laughs> like almost 15, 16 years, right? They're about. They're yeah. about, yeah, yeah. And we're the silent before. years, and now we're back, and you know, we just, it was it's just, because I met her through a mutual friend. And shout out to Nostemia Shara, by the way, for the introduction many years ago. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> her name is Rihanna um, Jolasun. She's also known as Ri or Riri or Ria. She was born introvert and she's currently making her way to the good side of being an extrovert. Woohoo! She's she's um she's um trans excavation or what what that means. <laughs> uh, she's originally from Nigeria. She was born and raised in Lagos until like until like her early twenties, kind of like me, when she relocated to the U.S. For her, living in Nigeria, she had its own struggles with so much mixed feelings, like she was happy, she was sad, she was anxious, she was fearful, you know, all those kind of emotions that go with, like, you know, living in your comfort zone. She left Nigeria with some of her personal things, but she could not afford to leave behind some important treasures, like her picture albums. Yes, I remember she loved to take pictures way back in the day with, when we did my phones. There was a melody and there were some people that, and her pictures were always, always on the stands. Like, you had to go, like you had to hire a photographer to come take pictures and then they would, you know, develop it in a dark room and then they would charge you to pay for it. Yeah. She loves pictures. And I remember one of her birthday parties that we went for and she made sure. Oh everything. yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, I remember. And also her slum book. And for those that don't know slum books, if you went to a boarding house or a, a normal 
secondary school or high school in Nigeria is usually when people like friends like the rights you know things that they like their hobbies your goals for the next 10 years and you know just some quotes that'll make you famous I can't find mine and I still regret it today I, I, I have know. mine I cannot find mine I want to just think of all the cheesy things we talked about <laughs> anyways and CDs she loves music so much she was actually a part of the um, choir way back in fellowship oh, I am. <laughs> oh she still is there you go um a huge uh, um trans- cultural shock for her was we were taught in british english so words like color c-o-l-o-u-r that was yep. how it was taught but american english is c-o-l-o-r and i remember because my mind has so much changed and formed to spell those things you know american english way and because i because of my work and as a grad student you write a lot so i didn't even know how much brainwashing had happened to me until i went back home and I saw center written as C-E-N-T-R-E, and I'm like, who spells that way? What a wrong word. And I thought to myself, calm down. Like, you used to spell center C-E-N-T-R-E. It's British English. Their own English, yo. And, yeah, to show just how much transition has occurred in me, it took me a while to, like, realize that that was also an acceptable way of spelling the word center. Anyway, she started her nursing career in Nigeria at Lagos University Teaching Hospital. Yay, yay, loosed. I graduated with a pharmacy degree from, and she, and then she transitioned to Mercer County Community College, MCCC, where she did all of her prerequisites for nursing program, which is really, really good because there you tend to save a lot of money, you know, yep. and all that. University of Alabama in Huntsville, where she eventually obtained her bachelor's degree in nursing. So not only do I have a, a female, a female with me, a fellow sister, a fellow Nigerian, because there's some cultural stuff. When it comes to like, you know, sex education, we're going to explore. I also have a professional, a nurse, you know, with, you know, such a vast experience in just all things health related. So, um, without further ado, everyone join me welcoming. I call her Jolasun because that was what, uh, yeah, my friend, yeah, they address himself by their last names. Yes. Jolasun. So I'm just going to say Jolasun because, but anyways, everyone join me welcoming nurse Jolasun to the show. What's up, girlfriend? Hi, everyone. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So um let's just I didn't let's before we make our way into the period talk, because I have oh I should even say thank you so much for coming on the show. And mm-hmm. I remember when I had put up a post recently actually on my Facebook and on my WhatsApp status. And this was on Saturday, like some days ago. And I'd said because I was it was my time of the month, like I was having my period and there were just so many things I just thought to myself, okay, I need to talk about this because this is just getting ridiculous. I'm in my 30s and <laughs> I'm not a um, spring chicken, but just some of these things, like things we go through. So I titled it Ephoria, like, you know, and I defined it as period mania, the, typified by the ebbs and flow of efferent and emotions. And I said, um, I, I put out a post, like, is there any female interested in exploring period talk to me on this show? And by period, I mean menstrual flow and flow and Tifola, the red robot, crimson tide, lily streak, Carrie, Shackwick, the red wedding, and um, red so wedding, the red wedding. Well, that's a, um, I think from Game of Thrones, which I don't watch by the way. Yeah, don't come. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I just I watched like maybe a few episodes. I was like, I'm done. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just too much. It's just too much. Anyways, um, so she she said, sure, I'll come do it. And I know she's, you know, she like. Like she said earlier, like when I read her bio, she's inching her way to the extroverted side. So I just want to say thanks for overcoming whatever challenges you had to overcome to come on the show. But thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. So um, I think we can get started. 
just talking about sex education as a whole, and I'll share my experience as well. But I'm curious to know what was that like for you, if you had any, by the way, and if you can describe what your sex education was like. Well, um, I grew. I didn't grow up with my parents, so um, I grew up with my mom's sister and her family. Okay, and she was a teacher. An English teacher, very strict. Hmm. Oh my God. My husband was equally strict. So anything, boys, is a no no. Oh, wow. I had male friends, and for some reason, I don't know, maybe because I have four older brothers before me, okay. I tend to roll with guys more easily than girls. I have more male friends than girls. And generally, I have very few friends. But a boy, <laughs> boy thing is like ordinary friends, yeah, church friends, yeah. But growing up, especially when your peers start, then you hear statement like, "Don't touch, don't touch boys." boys. <laughs> <laughs> like pregnancy is a communicable disease. Yeah. Watch out for flu. Watch out for men. Watch out for boys. Don't touch boys. And my mom, when she finally found that I started my period, maybe like two years later, before Mm -hmm. I started my period, and she was like, Like, If you get pregnant, I will kill you. And they mean it. And they mean it. Like, literally. They will kill you. Like, no joking. Well, my dad on the other end, so technically I will say I have two moms and two dads, so it's kind of like two. Yeah, your, so your mom's siblings and then your parents. Yeah. But then, out of all the four parents that raised me, uh, or four people that raised me, my dad was the only soft one. It's like my body. It's the one that talks to me like a normal person should talk to their daughter. Uh-huh. And even till now, I find it easier to talk to my dad than my mom because that's how I grew up. So whenever I go home on holidays, what it would just sit me down and educate me and be like, my lovely daughter, face your education. When you get your degree, nobody can take it from you. Then you get the best boys to marry you. But right now, Maria books, and it was said in so much loving way. And I wasn't fearful to talk to my dad, but my mom, I can stand ten miles and be like, "Hey, mom," and then I'm <laughs> away. It doesn't matter if I live with my mom or my mom's sister; it's just the same thing. The maternal thing. Yep. Same. <sighs> so, um, did I mean? Did any one of those four people in your lives that that played like parental roles um, give you the talk about the birds and the bees, what to expect, especially in your period and nope. your, your, your body, your choice? None of, talk? None of them. So what I knew about sex, uh, about period particularly, was what I learned from school. Okay. And from other friends who are at um, school. That was hardly anything. You could see the pain on the teacher's face. They even call it penis <laughs> or vagina. <laughs> Break it out in sweats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's funny is that sex education, no matter what level of uh, ed, uh, class you are or whatever junior high, senior high, 
Mm-hmm. Even in college, it it just lights up everybody, and it, some girls will be like, "Oh no!" Like it's a taboo kind. I of know, thing. I know. It would just and make you so uncomfortable, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, and but the boys back then they like it. They're like, "Woohoo!" <laughs> I'm like, seriously, and I'm one of the very timid ones. I'm like, "Oh, let's talk about something else, but not period." Not that one, not the elephant in the room. Yep. But yeah. technically, I learned everything from, uh, we had a school fellowship in high school. Yeah. And by Deeper Life. And then, um, there was this older auntie. For some reason, she just liked me. She was from the church. We're not related by family or anything. But she would just tell me stuff and mm. teach me and educate me. None of my aunties, biological aunties taught me anything. Now, my mom, the only thing my mom taught me is, if you talk boys, you're going to get pregnant. If you get pregnant, I'm going to kill you. That's that's the only thing. I'm like, what's she talking about? I was very young and it was very teeny. But like the real, okay, this is pod or... Back then, we mostly used tissue, like the toilet rolls. Hmm. Not, not pod, not tampons. <laughs> Good luck with that. I don't know how many. And you know, it's not like this kind of American and what's the name of that? Um, is this ad? Which one? And is it, no, no, like um, toilet paper ad here. Oh, the um, the one with the beer. Yeah, um, charming, charming, charming. Yes, the ones in Nigeria is not like that that kind of charming that you wear. Do you think no, you those ones are hard. I know. It's like it's like they just peel the oh. wood that they, the bark of the tree that they use for it. Just you know. <laughs> Some people it a little bit, and then... <laughs> I'm telling you, those things are uncomfortable. And every time during my period, I'll get blisters. Oh, jeez! And I that's I think that's part of the reason why I just hate period, even till now. I'm like, so nobody taught me anything. I just kind of I'm more of the quiet but very independent child. Money house does that to you, plus. Maybe yeah. some of your personality as well. And and I'm not the one that will come to ask you questions. If you don't come to me, I don't come to you. I just stay quiet and I just try to learn by eavesdropping. Yeah. That a lot. <laughs> Assimilation, you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fancy and sources, yeah. <laughs> fancy way to call Amable, technically. That's <laughs> it. But that's how I learned about the stuff. Nobody really actually sat me down and oh. me away. Mm. Apart from that auntie that's not family related. Yeah. Um mine my mom gave me the talk, but I've mentioned one of the episodes I did, but you could see the pain in her eyes. So I had to even tell her mom, it's okay, I know some of this stuff already. And that was it. You know. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Are you, she couldn't even look me in the eye, mother. She couldn't look me in the eye. Oh, Lord. She, she, she didn't, we didn't like, you know, how you see face-to-face and then hold hands. It was side-by-side. Uh-huh. Side. So, of course, the eye contact thing was, you know, kind of like almost negligible. And mm-hmm. you could just see the veins popping out of her. I was thinking of a key and peel um, skit right now. And I don't know. I think because of the way we grew up in Nigeria, a lot of girls know so much stuff. Even if we didn't experiment, I think I grew up particularly, I grew up really knowing a lot of stuff that if I'd opened my mouth to say a lot of things that I knew, I probably would have gotten into trouble. 
Yep. But when the period came, I don't know, um, my, what, what was your, I'm even curious now, but I'll my first. What's your period anniversary? Mine came, you won't believe it, I, I don't know if I'm going to retain this part, but it was one year after Princess Diana's death, August 31st. Oh. I remember I was sitting at home, I was on break, and um, I was on AIT, and they were doing a oh. one year anniversary. I was like, huh. And I felt so sad because, you know, it's Lady Diana and all that. And I just felt something sticky. I was like, huh, oh my gosh, I guess, you know how they say, once you have your period, you're like a woman already. Yep. And that's why you shouldn't touch boys, don't look at them. And I used to play soccer a lot with boys then, and, you know, and oh, I, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't go out that day because I didn't want to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even look at my neighbors, you know. And, and I remember, um, I did tell my mom, and she used to have this simple sanitary pad, so much for the word simple. There was nothing simple about it. It was like 10 yards of wrapper, like, wedging between your knees, your feet, and like, when you're walking, you're like, you're like, you know, Humpty Dumpty. And, and I, I, I was just walking with like a V-shaped leg, and I was just keeping. It was just very awkward because I couldn't put my leg together. And it was so bulky. Oh Lord, oh Lord. So I, and I think she started noticing that her, her stash was going down. So she was like, she just called me. I was like, "Are you? Have you started seeing your period?" I'm like, "Yes." And then she took me out, and you know, put me always, and and the rest of the sale was history. And that was it. And the rest I had to figure out. And because we didn't even talk about her period, because I've heard that whatever your mom's period patterns can be almost similar to yours, almost like the pregnancy thing as well. Yes, I've heard. So if your mom has like heavy periods and you know painful periods, there are chances that you could have that as well. The same thing is about pregnancy. Like usually your mom's or your maybe your mother-in-law. It's just I don't know. I haven't studied this scientifically. I, just I think that's it. a myth. I don't think that's true. Okay, though. well, the nurse has spoken then. And so, anyways, <laughs> we didn't really talk about what her period was like, but I didn't have pains in my period, on my, during my period, but I didn't know until I had, um, to have a, a surgery to remove some cysts in my ovary, um, in, well, way back then that, my period was quite heavy. I didn't know because we don't talk about you know quantity with friends. We just talk about we don't even talk about all this kind of stuff with friends. I don't talk about we it. don't talk about it, but it's a very key component, you know, of our lives. And I didn't know how bad it was. But I was talking to a friend, anyways, and I told her about my period, and she's like, "Oh, me too." You know, I don't know if this is with you, but sometimes when you're like excited during your period, and then you just laugh or you do something, and then just this huge blob just, you know. <laughs> Like Cardi B, and you know how the Bible verse, that that Bible passage of a woman touching Jesus, and she and he said he felt touching the hem of his garment. Yeah, and so, felt, felt like power just hit me, girl. Like sometimes you feel like maybe a liver or two just popped out of your vagina. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> so I didn't know that I had you know that clots and heavy bleeding. There were symptoms of something because nobody ever tells you that. You know, oh. and so I had, my goodness, like, and the things we have to go through. I didn't used to believe in PMS before I would say that, like the premenstrual syndrome. Oh, I had it. I did not used to believe it though. I believe it can't be in Jesus' name. I rebuke every mood. Oh, my, that is not a myth though. It is as real as they say. It's it very real. real. It's real, very man. Real. The mood swing. Oh, the yeah. Stability. You're talking the breast tenderness. Mm-hmm. You can't even wear your brown some days because mm-hmm. it's like it's an encumbrance to, just your well-being and i naturally don't like wearing bra well i have to wear bras FYI, but i don't i have a i have a thing against bra i don't think they've designed it quite well they need to go back into the lab and 
you know, look at their notes and make some because it's it's almost like you're strapping up to be like a suicide bomber or something. Like, it's too tight. Like I, maybe it's too, I don't know. I just don't like the country. I don't like the design. I don't think it's. It, I think it's just for men not to like see our nipples. But what is wrong with just letting our, our breasts go? Anyways, I digress. But I don't know how I feel about breasts. And and then the 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 blo- the bloating. Ah, jeez. Yeah, constipation. I don't know if that happens to you. You know what? Let me just let me just ask you about yours. Because I can just keep going on and on talking about this. What was your What was your first period? What was your period experience like the first time? You um, like I said earlier, I knew about this thing from school. Um, uh, in my junior high, so when it came, uh, I was twelve. So obviously. In Nigeria, a twelve-year-old, you don't have money. Yeah, you, you have to get money. You have to get money. I but I just knew what to do. We always had tissue paper, so yeah. Oh jeez! So you had to like pad it up and put it in between. Dang! No oh, goodness! No, I I retract that. That there was no tissue paper at that time. So what I did, I took a piece of cloth. <laughs> Okay. What kind of cloth was it? Was it like one of your old dresses? And yeah, it was like um, it was the scarf of one of my dresses. Thank you. Yellow one. I can remember it. Oh too. my goodness! I remember the texture. I remember everything. I don't know why, but it just everything just popped back right now. So it's a yellow dress, and it had like a, I think a pink ball designs on it, like different patterns. Yeah. So I just took it. And it's very light. Wow. And that's what I used for, I think, four or five days. I just kept washing it and rewashing <sighs> But when you use one, how long did it last you for? Did, could you last you the whole day? I don't think so because I cut it in pieces. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> don't tell me you had to sew the, the edges as well and the hem. No, I didn't. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> I'll have flipped my microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I cut it, so and I'll just use one and and I wash it and use the other one. So I didn't tell my auntie and yeah. stuff like that. I didn't know who to talk to. But I just kept it to myself. I actually got a girl. But I was like, Oh well, it's here. But then my first period even till now was excruciating pain. Wow. Yeah, like to the point that sometimes I'll have to miss school. Really? Do you have endometriosis or anything like that? No. Wow. No. Wow. I'll have to miss school like from day one. Wow. At one point that even even like lights, just light bulbs or some will bother me. Wow. You're just you're just in that part that it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I just everywhere must be dark. I don't want to hear no noise, and especially the first two days. After the second day, then I'm good. Then I can go out and. But back then, the first day, I had to suffer through those four days because I didn't tell my auntie. Well, I knew what it was, but I didn't tell anybody. So I just did what I had to do. Piece of crap. Yeah. So how did they eventually find out? So the second time my period came. Oh my gosh, a whole month elapsed. So after one month, 
So the next month it came again. Oh jeez. Of course. It's a gift that gives giving. <laughs> <laughs> if it stops coming, you know there's a problem. It's like I know. you do without it, but it used to do it. The sec second second month came. So I was gonna use the same tissue I mean the same clothes. Yeah, the clothes, yeah. But then my auntie cut me. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was waiting for you to come talk to me last month. I know you started oh. your period. Oh, oh. So she finally, she finally came over. And then she gave me tissue. Because at that time, she she, she just bought me tissue. Tissue or you mean sanitary pad? No, tissue. Tissue paper. Oh, okay. Just to tidy over. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. So she she never bought me sanitary part or anything, no. She just mm, I thought I thought I ain't bad person. Like Abio, my sister. <laughs> uh, uh, Nigerians would say. Yeah, some of my auntie my 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 auntie's um husband's sister, yeah. they are sanitary, but I will ask them what is this, what's what is it used for? Because they always hide it. Yeah. So, that's it, and they didn't even have those slim ones. It was those bulky yeah. ones that you can use for like face to yourself. <laughs> Doctor Brown, uh, adult Piper's Ah oh, man, she so by it. I know, right? So I asked them was this, but you know, like I said, I'm I don't ask much question. For me to ask, I was getting out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So they just shut me down. Oh, you don't need to know this now. The time will come for you to know, blah, blah, blah. And then when uh, the time came, cricket, cheap, cheap, cheap. The time came, nobody told me anything. I just have to, you know, find out stuff for myself. So the second month was when my auntie finally came to me. and be like, I knew you started your period last month. Yeah. This is tissue. This is what you... You need another. I mean, roll it this way. Don't roll it thin. Just roll it in bulk and oh. just put it there. But I hated it. But I wonder why she did tissue. But that's that's a different story, anyways. I don't know, you know, but that's that's what I used even till like when I was almost done with high school. Yeah. Then when my parents started. Wait, thinking, wait, wait! Don't tell me you're using tissue from then on. Yeah, for a long time. What? Yep. And you couldn't talk to somebody else? No, I couldn't talk to nobody. Oh, my goodness. My I, I get it. So you finally got on the sanitary towel, and I'm sure your life was... This time I didn't have to start washing stuff and waiting for it to dry. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I started sanitary party. Because with toilet rolls, I will have blisters. Of course, because it's not designed for that. Yeah, and the ones in Nigeria, especially at that time when we were younger, they were not designed for even anywhere near the human body. Yeah, (laughs) how much more somewhere as tender as your, you know, vagina? Yeah, Yeah, because those ones were tough. And I I don't know, these tissues over here, they're like pampers on your face. I know, I know. I think with even period talks, like just even like this phase you had to overcome. That's one thing. That's what most people really talk about. Like, if they can even, if you can have people that will talk to you about what to expect. But even in the expectations, we don't really talk about, okay, the pain, the mood swing, the PMS, the management of it, um, and things you can do to even alleviate pain and suffering during that time. 
So I'm curious yes. to know what what's your flow like? My flow is mid, medium level, especially the first day and kind of like a day and a half, like half of the second day. But by the next half of the second day till the third, fourth day is very light. So on the average, I'm more like low level to mid level. Uh. I heavy then i will know something is wrong yeah but all my life but the thing the downside is the pain the pain is all the pms in the world i had <laughs> i'm telling don't you touch me don't look at me don't smell don't smell just you know get out of here I'll, yes sometimes i'll be so and and what's funny is every year they kind of switch so there was one time in in like maybe the first six months, I could easily predict when my period will start. Yeah. So then I'll start feeling pain in my lower back. Oh yeah, yeah. The pain, abdomen. the crankiness, the blood. Go. Is your period quite regular? Is it clockwork regular? Yes, yeah, it comes every month. But <laughs> that girl choose to come. It can come four days early, three days late, whatever. Ah, so this time my period came four days early at work. Thankfully, I had. Um, tampons and parts in my locker. Yeah. So like, you know, I was like, my back hurts and everything just changed. So now I can't even predict, oh, my period is coming. Yeah. But before I could, I could tell when I, when the light starts to bother me, my, <laughs> I'm telling you, my boobs hurt like, like I can't eat. Even this cloth cannot touch my boobs. I know nothing. Not even oh, your husband's hands. Like, don't even come near me. I will bite you. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, I don't even have those signs. It will just come. I'm like, oops. And because my period doesn't come on the day it should, it doesn't, it just has a mind of, it, of its own. Oh, I see. I see. So, it will come four days early. Two days late. Sometimes it will come on the day of. It just have a mind of, a mind of its own. So, but before it was like, if it's, if it's supposed to come today, it will come today or come maybe a day before. I see. And I could tell when it's coming. When it's coming, yeah. I had all those symptoms. Um, way back then, before we had apps and phones with apps, um, yes, my period predicts that those the technology era. Um, I had a sign and sm- I have a keen sense of smell. So I, c- I could actually smell my period before it came. I could smell it. Oh, and yeah. Yes, I was one of those people. And my period was quite clockwork. I kind of knew that, okay, in the next day I was going to get it. And, mm-hmm. but now I have an app. I use, um, Lily Tracker and it's quite good. And it shows you, you know, um, your period, your ovulation, which, you know, is another thing we should, we can even explore as well. And yep. then like your fertile days, your non-fertile days. Yep. And it, it basically tracks the calendar for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're like me, I have, you know how some people say they have a diaper bag. I have a stash in my, in my office, like, you know, of my, oh, wow. I have tampons, I have extra panties. I have um, my sanitary pad and I buy in bulk from Costco or Sam's Club, depending on which one. Yeah. And it saves me a lot of money because it's quite expensive here for the good stuff. As oh, well. yeah. Well, that's because my my period. I wouldn't say it's heavy, but the second day is like whoa, hold the whole like it's it's just like 
<laughs> you know, oh, wow. so I know a day, a night before, I have to like double up, and by double up, like use a sanitary pad and then use a tampon. Oh wow! Yes, it's like, it's like you know, like secure that bag, man. Secure the. the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You, it's it's gonna stain the bed. And, oh, jeez! I don't know if that happens to you. Do you have? Stain oh yes, yeah. it still did this time, <sighs> even though I'm light. I don't know. And I, and I feel so. It's almost like burning house again. You know, like what the heck? Like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. Excuse my friend. Like <laughs> when am I ever gonna get it right? Like and then you have to like. And I'm like at this rate, my might as well put Macintosh on your bed or something. Or like, <laughs> Oh you wake God. up and you, you think maybe they slaughter like a baby ram on your bed or something like Are you me? like I'm too old for this because I have two kinds of packs I have I buy like a variety pack the mm-hmm. like the medium flow and then the super flow super flow and then my tampons too it has like R and S regular and super and I switch them out like towards the end of my period I don't like to use like the tampon because that's gonna shift me up badly because yeah. my clothes is that heavy and even before I even got on tampons girl. I refused. I remember my friend Funke. She used to, she she got on that tampon way before you know it became a thing, and she was so she was so forward thinking. And I used to think, well, I didn't want to like you know um, sexualize myself because that was the. The way it was communicated to you was was like a mobile dildo that you just put in your vagina and then you walked around and you could you know keep getting yourself on. So oh, nobody. Yeah. Really, and then when I was in pharmacy school, we learned about toxic shock syndrome, which yes. you know, they said was that, really that's why, they, that's why. Yeah, but that's if you leave it there, like you know, for days and days, and of course, when you start having fever and all that, you take it out. But anyway, I did not use you know tampons. I wasn't comfortable with that information until after I got married and I started learning how to swim, and I realized that I couldn't get in the pool, you know, when I was having my period, and so I decided to try tampons. I, I mean, you go on YouTube, nobody like opens their vagina in display and to show you how to insert one. And so, <laughs> oh my gosh, do you know how difficult it was to, to know how to like put the, because the first time I did it, girl, it was halfway in. <laughs> girl, it was halfway in. It was, it was a sight to behold. And, you know, so I, there were many, many, many animals, many tampons were killed in the process of learning how to insert the right. But do you, oh, know, do you know, I've introduced a lot of my friends to tampon, and when I send them instruction, one of them I actually had to like enter the bathroom with her and then show her how to do it. But oh, I told her wow. we've gotten that close, like, like uh, this is like this is like friendship bonding one on one. Oh no, something like ten on one because you know at that stage they're like close for life, and yeah. I have in- introduced a lot of my friends to tampons because it's so it's so life saving. It's because it you pads, you wear it. It's like did they even pad this pad at all? Before you get out of the bathroom, it's like, whoa. And you, you feel, you know, you know that you, it's time for you to go change it again. And that's yeah. why. Cause, cause, cause when the tampon is full of blood, it kind of. It bounces out. Yes. 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 And I find that even when it's not full, if I have to go, you know, do number two, like go poop. I think it I out. think that pressure. Yes. It's just yeah. not the same anymore. Just take it out. And, um, of course, wash the place. I don't use any of these, um, um, cleansers like you know, fragrant, fragrant um, the 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 perfumed cleansers. I just use water and soap, you know. And you also have to maintain hygiene during that time because there's a smell. I mean, oh, yeah. your period makes your vagina smell. There's no there's no doubt about that. It, it's, I don't um, know what it is. Maybe just because 
it's dead yeah. blood. It's dead yeah. blood, yeah. Because your your endometrium is shedding all of its, you know, dead cells and blood and all that. And so it might, it might smell like that iron and that fishy smell. And of course, your your regular vagina smell and all of that just comes into like that perfect mixture of a mess. And, <laughs> and so, yes, and even I have to take panties around because sometimes, I don't know, I think it depends on how you position the pad. You might have some leakages. So oh, I've started investing yeah. in wings, the ones with wings, you know, but... I mean, not two periods are the same. One month is like holy, the other days are like rough. They're like, ah, oh, yep. man. Yeah. Like, you, like, I can't, almost like you can't seem to get it right consistently. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So this is stuff that our parents or guardians or aunties or even in school, they never educated us. They should about. talk about it. They should talk about it because it's not like a booby you're going to have and it's going to go away. Uh-uh. Yeah, so I'm like for decades until you you know enter into menopause and all that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I think and I think women can serve as allies to other women as well. That's why I've taken about myself to like talk to my friends about. It. I'm like, see, it's not comfortable for me. I have gone past the uncomfortable side of it. Let's talk. What do you need help with? How to use a tampon? Here's how to do it. Stay on the phone with you. Here's how you put the plunger in. Discard it. If you feel like it's sticking or you're not doing well, take it out. Try another one. And that's it. Ah, so for anyone listening, tampons are <laughs> God's best friend. Like, you know, just try them out. If you need more explanations, I can leave you a voice note. Or if you want to do face-to-face stuff. I don't want to see your coochie, but I can. <laughs> I have still one too many. Anyways, just try it. I can leave you instructions on how to get it done and how to ace that role, you know. And okay, so I have a thing. I don't know if you have a solution for that. What's that? I have, I have some... I have some friends, or well, one friend that has tried to use tampon many times. Yeah. Even tampon comes in sizes. Different but, sizes, yeah. Yeah, but no matter the size she uses, she wears it, and before you know, before you say Jack Robinson, the thing is coming out. So is it that oh. some people's body just rejects tampons, <laughs> or because she she told me she said she's tried many times different uh-huh. sizes but it just don't work for her like it will just come out right away like a body is just like no uh, i don't know if she has a baby maybe like a strong con- like people like that have this strong vaginal contraction that could be one maybe she just needs to relax oh. a little bit like relax her vaginal walls before she inserts it that could be one and two oh. could be if she's using one that is too tiny maybe she can try like the bulky one and see if it stays because Sadly, they don't, um, actually, no, um, tampons. I know they do like individual ones that you can buy. So she buy. can, yeah, she yeah. can just maybe like buy like six or seven of different sizes. Mm-hmm. And when she, how does she apply it? Like the, the best way I always tell people is to sit on your, um, toilet seat. Yeah. And insert it, or you can lay down and insert it. But toilet, I find that toilet seat, you know, position because there's a hole in the toilet bowl and then you can yes. just insert it. In. And yeah, and it should feel, it shouldn't come out right away. It shouldn't come out right away. But I don't know. I, uh, if, if it's coming out, then it's probably maybe the size or she's just, she needs to maybe relax. Not in the sense of relax, but relax her vagina walls. Probably that. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to talk to her about it again, but. Those things can be uncomfortable sometimes for me, yeah. especially when it's light flow. And like I said earlier, I'm not heavy flow. Mm-hmm. So when it's light flow, 
sometimes on the inside it rubs. And oh, I see. So you feel irritated? Yes. So mm. sometimes I'll just have to go take it out. What brand do you use, if I may ask? Ah, I use that kind of brand, whatever works for that month. <laughs> I, I prefer Tampax, the one to sell in Sam's Club or Costco. I prefer it because um, it's more aquiline and the cotton around it is soft. Oh, really? Oh, because I have I tried some. I have tried some. It felt like inserting a bullet in my vagina. I think I, I use Tampax. Yeah, Wait. but Tampax has different types, though. Types, yes. I don't like the one that is made out of paper. Like no, the- I tried those ones. Those ones are stupidly crazy. Yes, they're hard. The ones, yeah, but the ones that come in the plastic. Yes, that's one I use. That's one I use. So the I pink use one, one or the blue one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I use the one that comes in the plastic now. But, yeah. Well, I just noticed, because I use one at work, I just noticed that when when the flow is not coming every or... Yeah, don't use it. No. Honey, no. Don't use Tampax when your flow is not heavy. Yeah. No matter how soft the, the, the tampon is, you're going to hurt yourself. Because what the blood does, you know, with the tampon, it helps to lubricate it. So the, the blood serves as a lubrication. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you're having sex and you're not properly lubricated, it's going to hurt you. So imagine, yeah. just leaving, yeah. imagine just leaving tampons in there for the longest time. No, you can't do that. So mm-hmm. I don't, past the third day, I don't use tampons. I don't use tampons because my period is kind I don't of use tampons on the third day because third day is like, you know, beginning day. Bonus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. like, well, when I'm home, I use the long, those very long parts. So like, yeah, secure yeah. the bag. <laughs> yeah. I think they call it the 10 hour blah, blah, blah. Girl, those things don't work. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe, I don't know. It's why those that they say like it's overnight protection. I'm like, that ain't doing nothing. What kind of overnight are you guys doing? Is it like half hour shift or something? <laughs> up and it's like the red sea all over your bed again and then you have to bring out the bowl put in some detergent get hot water and start scrubbing away like a cinderella like, i want to stop being all about that life like is there yeah. gonna be a time when i wake up and sometimes you find yourself even waking up in the middle of the night to make sure that you're not staying yeah. you haven't stayed in the bed like, yeah well oh, i think it depends on the positioning like how you sleep right yes because See, this is like my um, third day is going away. But I woke up this morning with a big sock on the bed. I'm like, I use the long pad now. What's wrong with this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, girl, you know that that sleep position has nothing to do with you. Because sometimes I can't even sleep on my back. I have to sleep on my side and wedge myself with a pillow if I'm having cramps and I'm yep. cranking. Yep. I have to just find what suits me. There's no one way. So yeah. what is this position you speak of? Because there are two I things you're considering here. Like the position of how you put your vagina, but then you have to be mindful of your stomach because you're having cramps in your abdomen and all of that. And when you're sleeping, you're sleeping. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they need to do some kind of part that, I don't know. So like I was telling you on the chart, so yeah. I have this mental image of, you know, like they should make it like half part, um, half like the beginning of the, like this is the pad. Oh, like half the pad so, and half tampon. Yeah, so the tip of the tampon Ooh. just stays in there, but it doesn't go all the way. Yeah. It just stays right there and just secure it, and the blood just soaks in there. Mm. So to prevent this stupid leaking, left, right, center, and those that are irritated by um, tampons, mm-hmm. don't have to worry about tampons because they have the little tampon-like stuff. 
that just stays in the beginning of the Uric trial or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And it just stays right there. But it doesn't you might be in on the discovery, lady. You might be in on the discovery. Remember when, I, when you were telling me that you had an embarrassing story about your period and I was like, you want to share? Like, yeah. And you said, because you used um, cloth and I'm like, hey, guess what? They use that in some places around the world. Yeah, you told yeah, me. And I sent you a link to that. Like, you need to put some respect on your vagina because you might paving the way before a lot, one of us like saw the light. <laughs> you saw that coming. You saw you and then the many women because I think our mothers probably do that as well. You also saw that come because it's more hygienic, you know, and it's easier to use. It's 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 cost friendly because yeah. most people cannot afford to wear pads um, to pay for sanitary towels. Mm-hmm. You can rewash it and reuse it. So this is your design right now. Maybe find somebody to patent it for you and start making money. Just make sure you cut me a check, you know. Of course now. Because <laughs> it started right here. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm just curious to know. I've been thinking about it like for three, four years now because some people, I have friends that will never, ever use tampons. Hmm. They've tried it, but they'll tell you they don't like it. It irritates them when they walk, it's rubbing on there, and they just stay with the tam- I mean, pad. Hmm. They like it that way. I don't know. I, I still go back to like, how are they using it? I don't know. But hey, one thing that might work for me might not work for someone right. else. And exactly. as long as they've, they've, they've really tried and it still didn't yeah. work, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. But I'm just curious, how do you, how do you, um, what's the word, manage the symptoms you have, like associated with your, you know, menstrual cycle, like the bloating, the pain, the cramping, especially, you the know, cramping. the nausea, the diarrhea with the constipation. It's just like a confusing time of the month. Yep. Yep. How so, do you, how do you do yours? So, um, one time last year, I went to the doctor, uh-huh. and, you know, for your routine, blood check, yelly, whatever they mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah, then, so which is highly did. recommended, by the way, for those listening. Go get yeah. your check. Mm-hmm. You do your checks. You never know. You never know. Do your BP, do your blood work, none of that. Attack, yep. Even in your 30s, people get heart attacks, too. Yep, and even yep. die from it. Sadly. Yep. 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 So, we're not too young. So, I went for my yearly checkup, and then... My AST and ALT, those are liver enzymes. Oh, yeah, the liver enzymes, yeah. Very high. Wow. I don't drink alcohol except maybe like red wine on Christmas Day. And, you know, I'm that type of person, like once hmm. a month. And it came back very high. I'm like, and the doctor was like, do you drink? You need to cut down your drinking. I'm like, what kind of drink? <laughs> Water. <laughs> I'm like... I only take red wine that I mix with orange juice <laughs> in like one in six months. She's like, hmm, something's got to be going on. I mean, like, like some muscle damage or something? No. So apparently, mm-hmm. months, like four months, my period has been extremely painful uh-huh. and I've been binging on Tylenol. Oh my gosh. Hey, so, how many grams are you using per day? I don't know, but it, it last year, I don't know what it was, but it was so bad. My period was extremely, like, it went from, like, a level 8 to, like, a level 12. What? Yeah, I couldn't function without pain medicine, to the point that, at the time, I had to get on narcotics. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, to control the pain level. So, when the test came back, just for those periods, just for that three months, 
three to four month period. Your liver enzymes just went up. It just man, girl, you could have damaged your liver, or that could have damaged your liver. Yep, yep. Because sometimes at a time, I can use eight hundred milligrams for me to function. What? So when she, when that came up, I saw that I don't need no specialist to tell me what. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh no. I don't because liver issues, man. And for those that want tyrosine, they're not in for paracetamol, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Panadol yeah. or whatever it is we call it. But, and the doctor was like, you got to cut back on this. We got to work on this. Huh. So I had to stop taking that. Like literally stop Cold Tylenol or yeah. acetaminophen or yeah. Mido or whatever you call whatever, it. Yeah. I just stopped taking that. And what I started doing is I started using heat pads. Exactly. That's what I wanted to say. Oh my gosh. That's the one that you can microwave, right? No, I have an electric one. Whoa, look at you. Oh that's my gosh. A, oh my god, that's a like heaven. Ooh. That's a like heaven. Just was, it. Ah, man. I heat pads work like a miracle. It does. It does. Because this the I think the pain associated with that period is because the the clot is trying to like, you know, come out go through the vessels vessels and yeah. that you know leads to a cascade of events that can, you know, release all those pain hormones that can make yeah. you hurt more. So what yep. the heat does is that it sounds like a counter to the pain. Yep. But be careful, don't burn your stuff. I use one that you can microwave. You know, use it and put it in the microwave and it has like gels in it. And it's like, ah, oh, I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that so really helps you. Yeah, so what I, that's what I did. And sometimes I put the heat pad. The heat pad comes with like a cloth around it. Oh. I'll just fold the heat pad and just put it on my skin, on the back or my lower abdomen directly. Hmm. When it starts to get too hot, then I'll put like my nightwear and just place it on it. You'll still feel the heat. You can also use towel and hot water. There's nothing stopping you from using towel and hot water. If you can't have, you don't have access to this. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. And it has high, low, and medium. Whoa. Yeah. So it depends on what whatever you want yeah if you want it very high i will advise you to use it very high because it, <laughs> it will burn you <sighs> i learned from experience but when i'm when the pain is so much i put it high quick hit, <laughs> they take it away and I'm then, sure it has it has like an auto stop like like i have a sunbeam blanket after like three hours it turns off by itself no not this one <laughs> <laughs> You you don't get burned. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for sharing that. And, yeah. and like you said, um so I have like cravings sometimes. Oh yes, mine is sugar. Sugar is my poison. Hi. Amen, sister. Girl, I know, I know when that devil <laughs> comes. Because I like I have a sweet food. I don't when I'm stressed, I gravitate towards sweet food. I have friends that do salty food. Mm-hmm. Mine is sweet. But when I'm about to have my period, it's like it just it sends me like go eat it, go eat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> and mine, mine is mine is both ways. It just depends on what my body wants at that month. Mm. But it's mostly sugar. Mm. So that's another way I know my period is. Coming. Yeah, they're like, but I don't like some sugar. Like I, I, I go for like I tell myself I'm gonna eat sugar. I'm gonna eat like the the quality stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But this during my period is like the stupid things I don't even like to eat, like. Yep. Like the, I mean, sugar yeah. is bad for you, but I mean, I still try yeah. to like, maybe like I'll do dark chocolate, like fancy cookies and all that. But it's like me, I don't care if it's dollar store ice cream. That's it. That's it. It's like the <laughs> stupid things. Like I'm like, no, you have more class than that, but like, no, we have to eat it. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
So when I see myself going like ice cream aisles and I see all the sweet things and everything is just doing wing 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 wing. Then I know then when I buy it and I get them and I stay eating, I was like, what's wrong with me? I haven't had ice cream in like in a while, yeah. Then I'm like, ah, maybe like the next day or two days later and she's stuck. I have a friend now, she's she's my an older friend, she's in she's just you know, she's in menopause. And I asked her, Do you miss your period? She's like, Hell no. <laughs> I mean, how about the hot flashes? And I said, No, that she rather deal with that and deal with her period. That hell no. I'm like, mm-hmm. so another thing I do, like I take like hot tea. Oh yes, yes, yes. Those um, things, anything hot or warm. Yeah, it helps. It helps. It, helps. it, it will it help helps. you. It helps. So, yeah, you might have your sugar craving. Don't take that ice cream because it, it doesn't. Because it's not if they'll twist your. I meat. know, but the sugar is before the period. But once the period starts, I can't have sugar. Yeah, because it just retains my anything I retain, even like peppery food. I can't eat it. Anything I want to make me read, but I find that sometimes when I'm really because I'm constipated when I'm on my period most of the time, oh. I have to spend like time in the bathroom. So I put it wherever is waiting for me at the door. In the public <laughs> it takes longer for me because I have to like get everything, and I find that my period like flows out more, and I can get rid of the the dead cells the more, and it's a lot better for me. Yeah, and um, and I find like my if I have a clean diet leading up to my period, my my cramps will they, they reduce. Yeah, like yeah. Eat well, eat a lot of vegetables, yeah. eat a lot of fruits, cut down on the junk food. My yes, period yes. is better; it's it's lighter, and 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 the crumbs are a lot better. Yeah, your diet, your your healthy lifestyle, or your however you take care of yourself will yeah. determine your period. It does. It does. Yeah. So that exactly does. Yeah. It does, you and the flow, the flow, the, the, the crumbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The color. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, because sometimes like that brown. Yeah, sometimes want, it's dark brown I, and sometimes yeah. like light. Frank, Frank, Frank blood, yeah. Yep. So mm. I've st- that's how much I've studied my body. You know, some people like, for example, my husband. I'll put, I'll examine my poop. Me too. I like to see before I flush it down. Yeah, I have to see. Yeah, that's an achievement right there. Bye, Bobby. And then flush it down. Like I want to see the shape. I don't touch it, by the way. I just see. No, it. no, we don't touch it. We don't touch the smell, the shape, the morphology. Then even the flush part, oh, girl, I can talk about purple My friends are like, the way it goes down the toilet, is it bouncing like a bouncing baby boy? Or is it just like, oh, you know, like a lazy worm? Like those kind of things. Yes, girl. We have, we have the same disease. Yes, we do. <laughs> I once wrote a long thesis about my poop to a friend. And, and she didn't know what it was all about until the very end. And she was like, she called me like, you're stupid. Like, the way I talked about it, it was something else. And I didn't give it away until the very last. She was like, you're very stupid. You know that, right? You've studied no. yourself enough to know yourself. To know no, your body. I examine my like my peer some people will just know tampons that part i examine i compare it to like yeah i pull out my pad i look at it and i I, I look at the the, the stain almost like someone was murdered here like let's call him dexter like the 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 splatter expert you know how did it flow and things like that yeah yeah so so i tend to compare it with like um maybe the previous month or two months down the line yeah just to see what changed and things you can control for yeah yeah, so like 2016, when I got pregnant, I didn't know I had fibroids. So probably the fibroid was what's making me have pain. Yeah, I think so. back on, I still had the pain, but it wasn't as. Did they, you you had a myomectomy? They removed it. Yes. They How removed big it. was it? Ah, my sister. They say they were they were many. <laughs> oh my gosh! I have three. I have three little ones, and I call them Mo, Larry, and Collie. 
But they're they're small. No, mine's were big. Wow. Were they painful? Maybe that's what causes. What what location? Because the size and the location also matters. It was it was all over. There all over your uterus. Whoa. Yeah. So there was one like right, like towards the tip <sighs> of the the urethra or something. Yeah. Oh, that's that must be painful. When you're peeing yeah. or something. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so when I got pregnant, everything was started pushing going, down. Everything was going big as the baby was going big. Yeah. So the pain, I couldn't sit. If I sit too long, it's a problem. I can't stand too long. I can't lay. Life was literally hell. <sighs> so tying this back to premenstrual uh, menstruation and all of that, we mothers of this generation. I'm not. I'm not a mom yet, but I'm a mom. mom. You're a mom. You yeah. are a mom. Yeah. So we young people, mothers of this generation, whether as a guardian or as a parent, we need to do an assessment or the full workup. Yeah, gynecological workup. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know that that I could do that up until like when I had the fibroid yeah. surgery, and my one of my brother's wife was like, she's Ghanaian. She's like. Oh yeah, I tell the doctor do this, do that, do that. I'm like, oh, you could do that. She does her own gynecological workup every year. So can you give us an example of what exactly you mean by that? So what I mean is, um, you know, like when you're going for your physical, mm-hmm. you just tell them to check. Oh, I see. I see. So, Maybe check scans and two blood tests yeah. and not just the generic ones they do for specific actual stuff. Tests. Yeah. Okay. I see. To see. To capture cysts, to capture fiber, to capture all of these things, because we're with- blacks, exactly. And these things yeah. affect more blacks than more African blacks than you know whites yeah. here. Yeah. So a lot of them are not very culturally sensitive to even ask for those kind of things. We have to demand that. Yes. Except you're seeing a Nigerian or African doctor who yeah. understands. Yeah. Because even with routine physical, they will just go in and just scoop mm-hmm. uh, there to do the. Yeah. Even your pap smear is very important to do your pap smear as well. I do my pap, although they say do your pap smear every three It depends. It depends on what they see. If you did it the first time and they see something that is not so good, they might yeah. have you coming more regularly than you may ever before. They keep changing four years, five years. Who knows this is? This, this. Uh, uh, I think in the last five years or four years, they told me it's every three years. Yep. Some, of them, some of them, they don't show symptoms. So if you think you feel yeah. fine, are you really fine? Yeah. So you know? every year, I. Every year in the last four years, I've done pap smear. Mm. Oh, that's good. But is it, I mean, as long as it's been normal and all that. Everything is normal. Yeah. But how do you, I mean, that thing is not comfortable though. How do you stand that speculum going into your vagina? No, and then no. they push it in and then they scrub it with the cutting board. I was like, oh, this, you know what, what I do? You know what I do, Mo? Take, I, take I suck myself off two days before going in. And like just get prepared. It's just 10 minutes. I don't know how you just keep, I don't know how you, I, I have to do mine, I know, but even that every four years, it's like, ah, here we go again. Because that thing is cold, man. <laughs> it is cold. Then they now the not screw it, screw it, screw it, screw it, screw it. And they yeah. now tap it a little bit. And they now take the cutting board. I see it's not enough. Like, stop it. Yeah, so. I know. So I have done it. Yeah, so do your pop, man. Check yourself. Um, We've talked yeah. about period. We've talked about. And uh, speaking of that period, there's this Indian, well, it's a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. I recommend you see it. It's called Period. End of sentence, yes. Oh, great. 
Oh, I like that. And it was Indian women that fought the stigma surrounding menstruation and they began manufacturing sanitary pads. Like the, the, the history behind that cloth sanitary pad. Apparently, oh. in India, you had to stop going to school once you got your period and things like that. Well, and you were dropping out of school, yes. Yeah. So that movie I was talking about, The Period End of a Sentence, it was actually inspired by a man, um, Aruna Chalam, I think that was his name, and he's Indian. And he, because sanitary towels were, you know, made by multinationals and are very expensive, especially for those that live in the remote part of India. Yeah. He in Tamil Nadu. And what he did was he saw that every month his wife, mm-hmm. I, mean, that he, I mean, you have his wife's name, Shanti, was doing her menstrual cycle. She had to use like, newspapers and clothes and all that. What? Newspapers? Yes, newspapers, yes. Ah, me, my own clothes. And rags. So she, he wanted to design something that was easy. So he, man, he took him two years to discover that. Yeah, it took him many years to come up with that. And because yes. menstrual, menstrual, you know, menstruation was like a taboo in some parts of India. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot of people to like test his innovations. And at the point, his wife and his wife's sisters and his sisters were like, we're not going to, they stopped using themselves as one of the, one of the, his <laughs> that brand. <laughs> but he, guess what? He finally was able to get like feedback from, you know, IIT Madras and he was able to commercialize whatever. So that movie is dedicated to him. Wow. Now there's a machine that actually helps women to get affordable pads during their menstruation and they don't have to like skip work or skip school. Man. Wow. So yeah, they call him the period man or the pad man. Oh, he's, he's an inspiration. I'm going to go watch it and yeah. read. The movie won like um, an award. Um, oh. It was the winner of the best documentary, short, short subjects. Oh. Win the Academy Awards, yeah. He did, he did win an award. Because the creators, they came and they gave a speech and like women shouldn't, because there's a social justice issue. If women have to drop out of school and, you know, stop working, yeah. have their, no, it shouldn't, it shouldn't end there. And that's why period should be. It should be the end of a sentence, not the end of an education. Yeah, that's one social action I can get behind because you shouldn't you shouldn't limit your life because you know you're in your period. Or what's ah. taboo about it? It's your I body is like pain, you know, like you know, passing out to your body. Yeah, of I know, right? <laughs> why would you make a big deal out of it? It's not that I have to go through these cramps. Like, don't make. Don't make it any more awkward than it, than it ought to. Yeah. And um, along that line, this is the end of part one. Um, part two, Jalas and I talk about motherhood, Mother's Day, and our plans for motherhood and things that, you know, we've gone through as far as motherhood. Um, it's going to be the next episode. It's currently out there. So go listen to that. Well, thank you guys for listening to the show. Mm-hmm.